It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Or maybe you'd like to cry because it happened. As it pertains to the Dolphins and their performance in the wild card round, falling to the Kansas City Chiefs, ending their season, we're talking about the immediate reactions here on Locked On Dolphins. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins it's brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. And the deed is done. The season is over. Uh, a very cold uh, wild card appearance for the Miami Dolphins uh, offered very little in the way of optimism. Uh, the Dolphins ending their season, and, and this this podcast, usually post game podcasts, are dedicated to the stories of the game and the production and the stats, and what went right and what went wrong within the game. But when you have a season-ending loss and a performance that has the themes that this performance did and the the themes of the end of the season for Miami, which, quite frankly, um, extremely underwhelming, particularly on the offensive side of the ball, I think there's a bigger picture conversation to be had than whether or not Christian Wilkins's hit or push on Patrick Mahomes on third and 20 was actually roughing the passer, um, which was a super unfortunate play because it cre- provided the back-breaking touchdown for Kansas City because it had extended a drive that had otherwise, you just got Patrick Mahomes called for intentional grounding. Then you get him half the distance to the goal and, goal and gift them a first down. Like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we can, we'll table that. Because there's other stuff we got to talk about here. And uh, I, I think every drive offensively, this it's a shame. Because I think the, the Dolphins' defense, forcing the amount of kicks in the red zone that they did, relative to who they had at their disposal, it was a very admirable performance. Javon Holland doesn't dress. Deshaun Elliott goes out in the second half of this game with the calf injury. He'd been trying to play his w- way through. Xavier Howard didn't dress. Obviously, you have Jerome Baker on IR. You have Jalen Phillips and Bradley Shell on IR. Like all that aside, I actually thought the pressure heavy approach that Vic Fangio and the Dolphins defense brought, were there some frustrating instances of drop coverage early in the game? Yes. Were there some frustrating incidences of failed tackling? Yes. But if you took me through the first 50 minutes of the football game, I'd say the Dolphins' defense played well enough to win. But when you have an offensive performance that, if we're being honest, uh, showcased training wheels and a lifeless effort, what a sad six quarters to close the season for the Dolphins' offense. 
this this high flying uh, affair, including obviously the second half of last week's game. Um, and it, it wasn't just that, like, oh, we're overwhelmed at the line of scrimmage because I think that was part of it to a certain degree. I certainly think Steve Spagnuolo did laps around Tua Tagovailoa again. Uh, as they did largely the first time these two teams played. But it's, you get illegal hands to the face. You get the same short yardage incidents where you get third and two and you have success running the ball when it's a closely contested game and you pass twice and you turn the ball over on downs near midfield. You have a, a false start penalty here. You have the you cover up the tight end for an illegal formation on what would have been a, a positive net play for you early in the game. Every possession had some kind of unforced error from the offense, and it killed the drive because you can't in a road environment against a good defensive coordinator against a team that has talent defensively. This offense has shown down the stretch. It's not in a position to consistently dig itself out of holes. And every drive, other than you found a 50-plus yard touchdown completion at Tyree Kill, every drive throughout the course of this game until it was out of hand, you could not sustain anything because you shot yourself in the foot. And I think as we transition from in-season mentality to off-season mentality, there's an inspection of what the Dolphins have offensively that I think you you need to reallocate some resources because you're getting late in the year and you need to be able to play big boy football, right? And I think this Dolphins offensive performance, particularly against Kansas City, it's cold, it's negative four, it's negative seven, the wind chills, negative 30, all that stuff, whatever. The weather's not really the reason why you lost. There were some plays early in the game that were your gimme throws and screen passes and your swing routes that you couldn't complete the short stuff. I think the cold contributed to those misses. But so much of what the Dolphins' identity offensively has been is ball handling, it's play action passing, it's... It, ball handling in the run game as well as ball handling in the RPO game and play action passing game. And in a cold weather environment, you got to cut a lot of that down because there's more margin for error when the ball is extended away from your body and whatever, right? And when you cut all of that extra layers out, what was this offense against Kansas City? It didn't have a punch. It didn't have a punch. And at the end of the day, football is a physical game, right? So I'm telling you right now, you can expect the conversation from this show to be reflecting on what you have. And if you're going to stay the path with the core players that you've committed yourself to, you're the Miami Dolphins, you guys got to go out and you guys got to find some guys that have some punch. You got to have more teeth offensively. You got to have more physicality offensively. And that's running the ball between the tackles. That's your interior offensive lineman. Look, like I respect the job that Liam Eikenberg did stepping in as the center this season. That spot I consider an upgradable opportunity in addition to left guard, and your right tackle is an expiring contract. And the Shanahan offenses all really have their own uh, unique evolutions. 
uh, if you will. You know, McVay versus Kyle Shanahan when McVay goes to L.A. and Shanahan goes in San Francisco, and they all kind of split off respectively. They've all had these permutations. And I think Mike McDaniel would really benefit from investigating, and we'll talk at length about this, the McVay evolutions of his offense off of the Shanahan tree and bringing and invoking some of those elements, particularly in the run game, into what the Dolphins are doing. Because without it, this you get. A cold weather game with speed to the perimeter, and you really can't capture the edge. So you got to try to run downhill, and you just can't consistently do it. And then you're trying to have all of your tags and your motions, and you're having errors based on shifts and who's on the ball, who's off the ball, or false starting, or whatever else. And it's, it's the, the Dolphins were outclassed against Kansas City. The Chiefs defense outclassed Miami offensively. Some outstanding foundational work that was done this season. Really memorable year. I'm disappointed with the ending for sure. But we're going to ask the hard questions throughout the course of the offseason. And there's a lot of them. Uh, because this offense did nothing to alleviate the questions that was brought forth in the second half of week 18. Just being honest. Uh, we'll talk talk a little bit more about the defensive effort in this game against Kansas City up next year on this episode of Locked on Dolphins, so stick with us. If you are uh, flipping gears and it's vamos gatos season, or you're trying to get down to the heat games, uh, Consider getting your tickets with GameTime. Uh, GameTime is the ticketing app that is obsessed with finding you ways to save money on your tickets. And they're the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect. You can get all-in prices that show your total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. And you can buy tickets with just a few taps and get them delivered directly to your phone. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDON for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Now, I know we all come to uh, football and sports to escape from the crazy realities of life, but if we could just talk for a moment about preparing for real life, according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. And that's scary stuff. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than one of my loved ones getting sick and a supply chain issue keeping them from the life-saving medication that they need. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, and others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code Locked On to get $20 off of your first order. Obviously, the, the points total for Kansas City in this game swells as the game goes on. Uh, there were some 
really admirable performances. I, I thought Malik Reed showed up a little bit. Uh, liked the effort that he gave, uh, some nice run stuffs. Uh, really respect kind of the effort from David Long throughout the course of this game as well. Um, but there's hard questions to be asked on that side of the ball as well. You know, and, and I, I look think about Cater Kohu as a player who was a standout play, player and performer for you down the stretch in, as a rookie in 2022 and really shined in a man-heavy scheme. Once again, Miami, they, they bring a lot of pressure opportunities in this game. They actually blitz because they whenever they rush four, they were not getting home. And um, it felt like Kohu was found early and often by Patrick Mahomes. And um, I, I think they forced some throws down the field with some of their zero looks and their low percentage throws and that weather and whether it's the wind or the timing or Pat throwing off his back foot. I thought they rattled his cage quite a bit. Now, some of the scrambles and, and the, the lack of tackling efforts, be it by Duke Riley or anybody else, is, is a really bad look uh, for the defense. Um, but I did think the hole for Miami, once they kind of settled in after the opening possession, just like the first time they played the Chiefs, I thought they settled in fairly well. Um, kind of a bummer roughing the passer on Brandon Jones at another critical stage of this game as it plays itself out. Um, but you end up with, you, you're working with a skeleton crew, 40% of your base nickel defensive backs, none of your primary pass rushers, so you have to blitz. It totally changes the math of what you're doing on the back end of your defense. Uh, and, and they buckle down in the red zone a number of times, and I really respect the effort that they gave forth. And I do wonder if there was any sustainability at all on the offensive side of the ball uh, in this game, what it could have looked like. We'll never know. Uh, because Kansas City really ran up the yards. They ran up the plays. They ran up the time of possession. And Miami, you know, once again, you, you blink, and you're in the fourth quarter, and you got like 20 yards offense in the second half. And you got the ball to start. And you want to talk about same old issues that we talked about at the beginning. How about we quit deferring to the second half? And I know there's an appeal to knowing what the first half script is going to look like before you get the ball and whatnot, but like, Geez, how many times can you defer, give the ball to the opposition, have them go down and establish some momentum and score some points, and then you get the ball out of half and you do diddly-poo with it, to quote from Jim Mora. Happened again in the playoff game. Surprise, it's the same themed issues. And I think it's a script that kind of played itself out a lot in 2022 with a very different scheme. Uh, but the defense plays admirably for a stretch of the game. And then as the game kind of snowballs on you and compounds on you, uh, you end up giving up the big play in the backbreaker because you can't play complimentary football. And with the Dolphins coming into this game with less than half of their original starting death chart uh, available to them, it's kind of hard to get mad at the defensive performance. Your expectations weren't particularly high, and I thought they played an admirable effort game. Same as on the offensive side of the ball. I think it was a good foundational year. There's some good things to take away. You, you got a bargain of a contract already from Zach Sealer. 
kudos to David Long for playing in all 17 games, plus the playoff game being as good as he was against the run. And uh, the fact that he played a full season, oh, by the way, he's in a contract year next year. I think you unearthed a really valuable player in Deshaun Elliott. I think Jalen Ramsey, um, you'd love to get it in a position where you can move him around. But Eli Apple goes down with a leg injury, with a foot injury, and you got to go to Ethan Bonner because Cam Smith doesn't dress as a healthy scratch. There could be a lot of questions about Cam Smith. I don't have the answers. Everybody asks me every week, what's to do with Cam Smith? Is Cam Smith that bad? I've got no clue, guys. I got no clue. I got no clue. So uh, questions. All things considered, I respect the effort and, and the job that the Dolphins' defense did, knowing how shorthanded that they were. And I think the offense kind of hung them out to dry in the playoff game. I'm being honest. We'll offer our final thoughts as we put our final post-game podcast together here for the 2023-2024 NFL season. The Dolphins falling in arrowheads of the Kansas City Chiefs. That is next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins, so stick with us. The NFL postseason is off and running, but there's still time for you to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. It's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is super easy to use, and there are a ton of different ways to play, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to make your first bet with FanDuel a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So the Dolphins, um, I think it's important to also acknowledge this. There's kind of been this presentation that... um, Miami kind of emptied the chamber this season, which is factually untrue. There are a ton of levers that this team has to pull in order to manufacture the salary cap space. And depending on what kind of ideology and how aggressive they want to be, they could retain the entire nucleus of this team for probably another three to four seasons if they wanted to. Now, do you want to do that? I think it is a much more wise and prudent decision. Uh, to selectively retain talent and selectively utilize assets to bring new players into the fray. There's players that I'm not going to want back on next year's team. Now, my opinion really doesn't matter, um, but I do pride myself in being extremely well-versed in how both sides of the ball are supposed to work, the personnel, the usage, the execution, and so on. Um, But for Miami... You fall by three touchdowns to Kansas City in the playoff game. Shorthanded, but nevertheless, um, 
your identity as a team betrayed you in each of the final two games, which was critical windows. And I think it's very telling that in Kansas City, Kansas City still effectively operates the full menu of their offense. The things that they do, their core principles, they did all of it. Pat threw the ball 45, 41 times. Now, two threw the ball 35 times, but you could tell based on how they were calling plays and what passes they were calling, Miami didn't want to live in that world. They did not want to attack the full breadth of the field. Um, but when your leading ball carrier has single-digit carries, and that's Raheem Mostert uh, with eight for 33, you have to ask yourself some hard questions. And I think this is now where you're far enough into the McDaniel, Greer, Tungavaloa era of the Dolphins organization that what you are doing is not sustainable for postseason success. You have to add layers. And we talked at the end of last week about having more pitches. This was you ran into a fastball hitter and all you could throw was your four seam. And you got railed for it. So I had a blast this season covering this team. I, I think this team um, is obviously uh, a better than the performance they were able to put forth just because of the injuries. But I do look at, particularly in the offensive side of the ball, um, expanding the identity of what you are is a must. And your quarterback has to be able to grow with that. And if that doesn't happen, well, that's the most complicated question of all the questions to be asked, right? I'm pro Tua. I like Tua Tungvaloa. I think he's a quality starter. I think he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I think you win a lot of games with Tua Tungvaloa. But this was the kind of game with the running game looking the way that it did that you were going to have to get a certain kind of performance. And I do think it's a little telling with how Kansas City called plays and how Kansas City attacked the field passing the ball versus how Miami called plays for Tua and how the entirety of the offense did and did not work in this contest. Well, Tua finishes this game 18-36 for 182 yards of touchdown interception. I sympathize with the interception. He had pressure in his face, ball sails on him. He's got to kind of throw it off his back foot. But he also had a 50-yard completion that was what almost 30% of his yardage. It's a hard way to make a living and that's where the dolphins are. So um, a lot of layers that have to be peeled back. Everybody will want to point to something with another postseason loss. Everybody will want to point to Tua and say two is the problem. I don't think two is, in its totality, the problem. I think it's much more complicated than that. And that's the challenge this team will face, and we will tackle all of those questions together. As the season, off-season, I should say, unfolds. Kyle Krabs, thanks for checking out Locked on Dolphins. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. That is going to do it for us here today. 
on the show. Make it a great rest of your weekend. And we'll be back to talk to you all again a little later this week. Fins up. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.